BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Oh, my boy Manny Machado got that bag, son. How about the Padres giving him 11 years, $350 million in a fat extension on Sunday? Manny had said earlier in the week that he was going to opt out of the final five years and $150 million of his deal that he had with the Padres after this season. And he said, you know, early negotiations broke down. He's like, I'm out of here. And so he set a deadline uh, to reach a new deal. That came and went as conversations between his agent, Dan Lozano of MVP Sports and A.J. Preller. Uh, They just didn't get it done. So this guy is worth every penny. I've said this a million times. He's lived up to his deal like no other player in baseball. The 30-year-old maybe had his best season ever. He hit 298, 366, 531 with 32 home runs and 102 RBIs. That says it all. He finished second in the MVP voting. And he led the Padres to the NLCS where they were beaten by the Phillies. But... I mean, the guy came to San Diego in 2019, got a 10-year, $300 million deal, and it started a whole new era for the Padres. They haven't won a World Series. Tatis joined them as a rookie during his first season in San Diego. They didn't do well. They went 70-92. and 92. Then they uh, ended up doing well in the shortened COVID season. And they got Juan Soto last year. And then they went out and got Xander Bogarts with 11 years, $280 million. So that was huge. They have the third highest tax payroll in baseball at more than $266 million. They owe $600 million to Darvish or Tatis Bogarts. And they got extensions for Darvish and, and Musgrove that they got to do. And Soto will be a free agent after the 24 season. Word had it that they had offered Machado a five-year, $105 million extension on top of the six years and $180 million that he was owed. And he wanted a lot more than that. He was seeking uh, more than the $25.45 million a year Bogarts got. And he said he was going to you know, opt out. He said markets change. And then he cracked some jokes about the cost of eggs. 
The Padres have one goal in mind. It's always the same thing. Beat the Dodgers. Win the West. They did it last year and beat him in the division series in 22. In four seasons in San Diego, Machado has hit 108 home runs, driven in 340 runs. That is sickening, and he's hit 280. So his stat line is 283, 52, 504, and he won two gold gloves at third base. The owner of the Padres, Peter Seidler, said that re-signing and extending Machado was his top priority this spring. So he got it done. I mean, teams were lining up to have a crack at Machado. You can guarantee that, like the Mets. The guy will be in his 40s when this deal is over, and he would have played over 20 years in the big leagues. He debuted with Baltimore uh, when he was like 20 And he was a top five MVP candidate by his fourth year in the league when he went stat line 286, 359, 502 with 35 home runs. One of six 30 homer plus seasons that he's had. I mean, honestly, when you have Machado who plays incredible D, has a sick bat and is a leader and shows up every day and plays and you put him with Soto, Bogarts, Tatis, And that pitching staff, they are dangerous as all hell. His deal is the fourth largest guarantee in the game's history behind deals for Judge, Trout, and Mookie Betts. Now I want to talk a little bit about college basketball on Saturday. There were some amazing games. There were some amazing buzzer beaters, but none was bigger. than what happened with Desmond Cambridge hit a 60-foot Hail Mary bomb at the buzzer at the McHale Center in Tucson to rally Arizona State from down 10 to beat Arizona 89-88 in a Pac-12 game. It was a thriller. The Wildcats, 24-5, and 13-5 in a Pac-12, had a 10-point lead midway through the second half, but they went six minutes without a bucket, and Arizona State came back. And they pulled ahead by one. The Sun Devils now 20-9, and 11-7. They're going to the tournament after that win. They went up 86-85 on Warren Washington's layup with about a minute left. But Pell Larson put Arizona back with a layup with 29 seconds left. DJ Horn missed a jumper with four seconds left. The Sun Devils had a final shot after Ballo hit one of two free throws. He missed the first free throw. So... He caught the ball with 2.4 seconds left. Cambridge just went and launched this massive shot well beyond half court. And it fell. His teammates mobbed him on the floor with the celly. He said, I did not think that shot was going in. He finished with 19. I just wanted to have a nice miss and everyone in the crowd go, ooh. Once it went in, I literally could only scream because I couldn't make sense of it. The Sun Devils hit as many three-pointers in the first eight minutes as they did the entire first game when they lost 69-60. They shot 20 of 34 from the floor to lead 46-45. The Wildcats hit 16 of 27 shots, including Henderson's buzzer-beating three to end the half, but they went 7 of 14 from the stripe. Bobby Hurley said, quote, a lot of people were jumping ship and thinking we're not that team, but we are that team. 
And the guys proved it tonight by going toe-to-toe with a team like Arizona on their home floor this late in the season, end quote. I thought it was a really impressive win. I don't know if you saw the end of the Florida State game, but they trailed Miami big in this game, but came back to stun the Canes in Coral Gables. Matthew Cleveland with a buzzer-beating bomb three from 30 feet out with no time left. Wins it for the Knolls, 85-84. That was a gargantuan upset. But how about those Indiana Hoosiers? They went to Mackey in West Lafayette and rolled the Boilermakers 79-71. How about Mike Woodson's team playing sickening defense? Galloway is a freak. They call him the crazy man. Jalen Hood Shafino had 35 points and 7 rebounds for the Hoosiers. Zach Eady had 26 and 16. It didn't matter as Indiana sweeps the Boilermakers for the first time in 13 years. Virginia went to the Dean Dome and lost to North Carolina. A massive win for the Heels. 71-63. Nance had 22 and four blocks for the Heels. How about Villanova? In Philadelphia, they whacked Creighton 79 to 67. Dixon had 31 for the suddenly hot Nova Cats. Number one, Houston won at East Carolina. They didn't cover, but the Cougars got it done, improving to 27-2, to 76-57. Houston, Roberts had 17, 12 boards, and four blocks for Kelvin Sampson's Cougs. Alabama ranked number two. They held off a tough Arkansas team in Tuscaloosa, 86-83. to How about the Brandon Miller controversy? It just keeps getting thicker, doesn't it? Now he has a pat down when he's introduced in the starting lineup doing a fake police pat down uh, for his teammates and the fans. That went over really well nationally considering he brought the gun to the guy that uh, his teammate Darius Miles who got another guy to kill a chick, uh, a mother, a young woman with her child left motherless. Uh, Brandon Miller was involved. He delivered the gun, but nothing happened to him at all. And now he's mocking the whole thing by doing police pat downs during warmups. You got to be kidding me. Kansas held off West Virginia at Fog Allen. 76 to 74 Jayhawks. They're now 24 and 5. West Virginia 16 and 13. Everybody thinks they're so good. I don't. Baylor beat Texas in Waco 81 to 72. How about those Bears? They're 21 and 8 and 10 and 6 in the Big 12. Longhorns fell to 11 and 5. Marquette won. They beat DePaul at the five-serve in Brewtown, but they didn't cover. They won by six. They were laying 14. Tennessee roughed up South Carolina at Thompson Bowling. 85 to 45 balls. In a great game at the Kettle, Gonzaga in Spokane beat their enemies, St. Mary's. 77-68. Zags get it done. Kansas State, ranked 14th, went to Gallagher-Iba in 
Stillwater and beat Oklahoma State 73-68. UConn won at the Garden, the world's most famous. They beat St. John's, who doesn't matter anymore. 95-86 Huskies, they're now 22-7. San Diego State with a buzzer beater. Lamont Butler at the horn from deep. Beats New Mexico at the pit, 73-71. Iowa State, how embarrassing. They lost at home to crappy Oklahoma, 61-50 at the Hilton. TCU won in Lubbock. What a game. 83-82, Horned Frogs. And Mississippi State knocked off A&M in Stark Vegas, 69-62. What a day in college basketball Saturday. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 